This is the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I am a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. Uh, you can find me on social media across all the platforms at mainlyplants.com. Does this sound weird? I hope it doesn't sound weird. It sounds a little weird in my headphones, but hopefully it sounds okay on your end. Um, you can also email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. Uh, Amazon shopping, mainlyplants.com slash Amazon. Or you can do the click-through in the uh, link on the homepage of mainlyplants.com. Be sure to check out all those uh, links on mainlyplants.com at the top of the homepage because there's some cool stuff in there from um, recommended products that I use that might help you to cool t-shirts and everything in between. So let's move out of the housekeeping. I don't want to spend too, too much time on that. It's Friday. You guys got stuff to do. Um, you have fun to be had. So let's get in. Let's get it on. Let's get out and have a good weekend. So this week, we are talking about stress, okay? Um, so first, I want to talk to you uh, kind of more um, factual-based about stress, and then let's kind of uh, get into a little bit, okay? So stress comes in the term uh, or in the form of both, both physical and emotional, right? So too much physical or emotional stress can be harmful to our health. I don't think that's any uh, big surprise there. For example, athletes who overtrain may actually put excessive stress on their bodies, um, and that can actually lead to a risk of infection. Uh, you can run down your body. You're more susceptible to viruses like the common cold. Um, you can also even um, wear down your, your joints, your muscles, your um, soft tissue, as well as your bones by too much physical stress. Um, there is a thing, such thing as overtraining. You can overwork out. Um, so you want to be sure that you're not working out uh, to the point where you are hurting yourself. Um, stress may also reduce our antioxidant levels, but stress management can be helpful in reducing cardiovascular disease risk. Now, there's a doctor by the name of Dean Ornish, and he's conducted a bunch of studies that show that a combination of a low-fat, whole-foods, plant-based diet, along with moderate exercise and stress management, can actually excuse me, reverse heart disease. Uh, furthermore, stress management can help protect our telomeres. Telomeres <clears throat> are the little, <coughs> excuse me, ah, telomeres are the little caps at the end of our DNA strands. And what they do is um, they control your aging. So if you preserve your telomeres and keep your telomeres shortened or lengthened, uh, you can slow the aging process. So reducing your stress levels reducing and increasing your antioxidant levels in the body will slow the aging uh, process down. I think I've talked about that before, uh, perhaps in the, in the, um, in the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Man, in the antioxidant uh, um, episode that I did. Now, a range of factors can help us lower our stress. Uh, regular exercise in moderation can help lower your stress. Even things like Indian gooseberries um, and, and rooibos tea, uh, it's R-O-O-I-B-O-S tea, if you want to look that up, can help you reduce stress. Even the scent of saffron can bring down your stress hormone levels. Now, on the other side of things, um, there's a thing called arachidonic acid. Arachidonic acid. And that's found in animal products. And it may play a role 
in brain inflammation. And that could explain why eliminating things like chicken, fish, and eggs can improve your, your mood levels. It can help lower depression and anxiety and stress symptoms, even within two weeks of removing them. Now, overall, vegetarians and vegans and people on a whole food plant-based diet appear to be less stressed than omnivores. But beyond that, I think what it really comes down to is managing your stress day by day. You know, we all lead lives that can be stressful at times, some more than others. You know, we all, uh, I don't know about we all, but most of us have jobs and we have work to do. And on top of the work, we have other responsibilities, be it family or side businesses or projects or home improvements or whatever else it is that can lead to you being more stressed out. They may even be things that you love to do, but they do cause some stress. For example, I like working on my home. I have a, a house from 1959, and when I purchased it, it was all original. Now, through my own hard work and through some contractors, um, I have almost completely remodeled the inside. However, there's still work to be done, and there's still upkeep. And while I do love you know, using my hands to, to fix stuff and build stuff, there is also stress that comes with it whether it be the financial toll or, you know, it's 100, right now it's 107 degrees out in Arizona and the last thing that I feel like doing is adding liquid chlorine to my pool because I have to be out there for 10 minutes and I'm sweating profusely. So, let's bring it back in. We all lead stressful lives and that's just on the average. Now, there are things that can happen that can amplify our stress whether it be getting laid off at our job or, you know, um, issues with friends or family or you're getting sued by somebody or you have to file suit against somebody else or your tire, tire on your car is flat or you've gotten in an accident or whatever else it is, things that aren't the average that come up um, because being adult is tough sometimes that cause extra stress. And I think what it comes down to is managing it because there's no way to completely remove all stress from from our our lives. Even if you sold everything and you know moved to a beach house in Costa Rica, um, there's still stresses. The monkeys might steal your bananas. Uh, your mom might call you and ask you when you're coming home to visit. There's no way to eliminate stress completely. And I think that having a certain amount of stress keeps us on us on our toes. And I think having some stress is good for us because it helps us learn and it helps us adapt and it helps us um, you know, uh, build our skills in our life. And what can we do to you know, not let it affect us in a way where it's unhealthy? Well, like I mentioned before, I think one major factor is our diet. You know, when we eat well, our body's healthy. When we're healthy, we feel good. I'm sure you see and you have people on your Facebook or family or friends who are constantly complaining about being sick all the time or their you know, knees ache all the time or they constantly have headaches or whatever it is. And odds are these people probably eat like shit if they're constantly getting sick. Odds are. Uh, <clears throat> but if you eat healthy, 
then you don't have that complaint all the time. Yeah, sure, you might still get a cold once in a while. You might, you know, break your ankle. You might, you know, sprain an arm or a wrist or whatever. But on the whole, we can mitigate those risks by eating healthy and keeping our body healthy and thus keeping us happy. But what do we do beyond that? Well, I think exercise is another big key. I think going to the gym and working out those frustrations physically, punching a punching bag or doing some sprints on the treadmill or lifting heavy weights and grunting and getting that out and getting a sweat on, it physically releases those stresses from our lives that would otherwise be pent up. And when they're pent up, they build and build and build until you explode. And you might not explode in the right direction. You might take it out on a family or a friend. Um, or you might just let it eat away at yourself. Either way, it's not healthy. Um, when I go to the gym, I make sure I go to the gym <clears throat> usually around five, six days a week, preferably. Um, you know, hour, hour and a half, if I'm super busy, I'll go in and out in a half an hour, as long as I get my ass there. It does something mentally to say, I'm not skipping the gym today. I'm going to drive my ass there. Even if I'm there for 25, 30 minutes, I can, you know, feel accomplished that I went there. I got some aggression out physically. I got some stress out physically. I ran. I, you know, I lifted some weights. Nobody ever does any amount of exercise and says, ah, wish I hadn't done that. Nobody. <clears throat> you might the next day when you're super sore, but at the time, it's always a good way to go. You know, and also, when I'm at the gym, I'm putting on some good music or an interesting podcast, and I kind of forget about the outside world. It's my hour, hour and a half a day of zen, when I don't let the bullshit come through, I don't answer work emails, you know, I don't answer the phone, unless it's an emergency for whatever reason, <clears throat> and I just focus on me. It's my time to escape. Now, on top of diet and exercise, what else can you do? Well, I really think that meditation is a good idea. Whether you meditate through actual meditation or through reading a good book, it's the idea of kind of quieting the brain and being with yourself. Um, there is a great app you can get for your phone. It's called Calm. Um, there is a free portion of it, and you can also pay. It's not expensive. But... It's guided meditation. So you put your earbuds in, you go in your bedroom, you close the door. If you have loved ones at home, you tell them, don't interrupt me for the next 10, 15 minutes. I'm doing my thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. You go in there and you just do what the app says. <clears throat> and you'd be surprised how much calmer and more relaxed you feel at the end of it. Because you've been focusing on yourself. You've been focusing on your breathing. You've been focusing on letting the bullshit go. You know, stuff builds and builds and builds throughout our day, throughout our week, and our month, and our year, in our life. And a lot of us put it in a place where we try to ignore it. <clears throat> I'm guilty of it sometimes. I think everybody is. And you just want to deal with it and, and deal with it and deal with it. And then when it's done, you're still pissed off about it because there's those lingering um, residual feelings. But you have to ask yourself, what can you do about it? Have you done everything that you can do? If you haven't, what can you do? Do it. 
if you've done everything that you can do and you truly feel like you've given it your best shot, whether the outcome is what you'd hoped for or not, it's all you can do. You, you know, it sounds so cliche and so simple, but you can only do what you can do. If you've given it your best shot, you can't be that upset about it. It's not good to hang on to it. It's not good to hold on to that, that anger and that stress and that rage and those negative feelings. You know, it's, it's, it's important for us to feel those once in a while, but it's also important for, important for us to let those go. So, you know, if, if something's happening at work and, you know, you've talked to people that you can talk to and you've tried to remedy the situation every way that you can, but it's still not remedied, oh well, what can you do? You've done what you can do. It's out of your hands now. And there's plenty of times in our lives when things are out of our hands. And we ju- we're, just, we're not the ones driving the car at that point. Can't do it. Nothing we can do about it. So we just have to manage our feelings as best as possible. And if we have to remove ourselves from those situations, then we have to remove ourselves. Otherwise, put your head down and, and, and you know, bear it out. Um, you know, I, admittedly, I like to be in control. I'm a little bit of a control freak. So when something happens that is not uh, favorable to me, I try my best to resolve it, to fix it, to do something to, to get to a point where I can say, all right, it's fixed, I can move on. Sometimes it's not, it's not possible, it's out of my hands. And I get annoyed, and then I have to sit back and tell myself, I've done what I can do, I gave it my best shot, I just gotta move on, because it's not healthy to hold on to that stress. So with that thought in mind, please take a second to sit with yourself, Think about what's bothering you and think about your plan of action. And once you've completed that plan of action, or even during the plan of action, if there's nothing else you can do, you have to let it go. So my challenge to you guys until I speak with you next next week is, is the challenge is to be with yourself and let stuff go if you can't do anything about it. With that, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hope you have a great weekend. I hope you guys take a second for yourself, 10, 20, 30 minutes, an hour, to just find that Zen place and and you know receive that mental health that you so deserve. Until next week, go eat a salad. <laughs>